Uh, okay, so. <clears throat> Goddamn. It is fucking cedar season. Cedar fever is here. We just had like four straight days of rain. So now all the trees in central Texas are just merrily jizzing into the air. Oh my. Even even those of us who stay inside all of the time are just being violated by the trees. <laughs> there is a lot of tree yes! re- uh, references happening right now. And I'm oh my God. very uncomfortable. I mean, trigger warning if you if you're affected by getting a full facial from a tree an arboreal bukkake party (laughs) because that's what's happening in central texas right now uh let that let it be known that on january 1st 2021 the term arboreal bukkake (laughs) has been has been invented on a star wars podcast hi kids (laughs) that's why there's a little e next to our podcast name Oh yeah. So, so uh, I can wait. say bukake and not have to worry about it. Yeah, but is it is that a bad term in and of itself? I guess if you Google it. Well yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to look your grandmother in the eye and define the word, if you would rather instead refer her to Google and then leave the room, it's not a good word. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh if there's a lot of throat clearing, if there's a lot of yeah. Hot suffering going on uh, through this recording. I'm going to try and edit out as much as I can, but like the inside of my skull is melting. Mm -hmm. So there's only so much I can do. So I, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, I have a teenage son and he has been watching uh, a series of videos on the YouTube that lists every war crime committed during the Clone Wars. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Geneva Convention, war crimes, both sides, all sides, everybody's yeah, Anakin, wrong and yeah, bad. Anakin, right, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the Separatists, <laughs> the clones themselves, the Jedi... Uh, the, the, the kids on Ryloth, like everybody, everybody is just a fucking war criminal in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. So, uh, based on his extensive research with these YouTube videos, uh, you guys may be hearing the occasional, uh, war crime pop up <laughs> in <laughs> our analysis of these episodes. Oh dear. Yeah. Cause just like summary execution, that's not okay. You're not actually allowed to just. Yeah. Fucking... You're not supposed to do that. Like, once somebody is your prisoner, you're not supposed to kill them. That's bad. That's actually, that's more war when you do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whoops. And this is, you know, and having this dictated to you by a 13-year-old is pretty interesting. Let me tell you what. He's like, Mom, let me tell you about war crimes. Oh, wait, no, he's, he's puberty. Mom, let me tell you about war crimes. (laughs) Hey, would you like to, um... Would you like to intro a podcast today? Should we do that? <laughs> oh, we should. We should. We're doing uh, some awesome Star Wars-ness. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hey, everybody. Welcome back to, um, what show is this? Dark Side Divas. <laughs> That's it. You threw me off because we were talking about Ringside Divas earlier before we started recording. And now, like, there's a whole, it's this whole other podcast and fucking. Okay, I'm going to try this again. One, two, three, go. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Dark Side Divas, the podcast where a woman and a gay man talk about Star Wars. My name is Stephanie. I'm the woman half of the show. And I um imagine that I said something super clever for my intro here. And now I'm throwing it to Chris. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm the gay guy. And to answer power with power, the Jedi way, this is not. Oh, is that true? Are you sure? Uh, (laughs) That has not been borne out by the evidence of history, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I picked that quote for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Who said it, by the way? (laughs) I... The guy with the size complex. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um... So the what we're doing with the show is we are watching through all of the Star Wars visual media in chronological order. If you want to go back to our other episodes, you can see where we've been so far. But we have finally, after already spending a few episodes in the Clone Wars animated universe, we are finally, at long last, talking about season one, episode, episode. one, Ambush. <laughs> yeah, what... Uh... 
Yeah, how strange. Uh, but I think before <laughs> we get in, before we get into that, uh, we have some feedback. Okay, and also I have I have uh, some stuff that I need to cover from a previous episode. So if you could please go ahead, feed me back, feed feedback me. How do we? <laughs> I may have just prop I may have just propositioned you, in which case I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> I maybe, unless you're into it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know. We'll see what happens. It's been weird. I mean, we've only been friends for like twenty years. It's weird we've never seen each other naked. Anyway, feedback, go. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so uh it comes with a story. So uh while Mandalorian was running uh, mm-hmm. I would wake up earlier before we film or record a podcast mm-hmm. to watch The Mandalorian. And last time we recorded for our Star Wars uh, holiday special, which was a great episode, by the way. Oh, Y'all should so totally listen fun. to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had seen the season finale of Mandalorian. And about 45 minutes before reco- recording, I was emotionally devastated. I was, right. I was destroyed. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I barely, I barely made it to the actual recording. Like once I got on with you, I was okay. I was holding it together. <laughs> and uh, one, one of my friends who listens to our podcast actually pointed it out to me. I went out of my way to not mention Luke Skywalker. <laughs> That's true. You did because, yeah. uh, because I was afraid I was a going to spoil things for you and b mm-hmm. cry my ass off. Right. And, you know, having because I didn't watch that episode until after we recorded. And Mm -hmm. so uh, having watched it uh, since then, I am amazed at how well you held it together through our recording, because goddamn, I was a wreck for for a day, a day and a half, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It sucks because my favorite scene in the uh, uh, holiday special is the scene where Ray suddenly pops up in Luke's uh, (laughs) Luke's X-Wing while he's trying to do the trench run. And it's like... (laughs) I, I, I was so looking forward to talking about that, but I couldn't. No, no, we could we could yeah. not. Luckily, there was a, there's plenty of other shenanigans uh, to discuss in the holiday special. Um, so was that the feedback? Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm sorry I didn't talk about Luke Skywalker a lot. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. Um, so I have one uh, one thing from the Department of Corrections, as it were, something that I forgot to mention during our episode about supply lines. Oh, oh yeah. wow, we're going way back. Yeah, we're yeah. We're going last we're, year. <laughs> it's so long ago. It's last year. <laughs> You're that guy. I'm fact, so smart. Oh, towards the end, like a couple of days ago, were you that guy that was making the I'll talk to you next year jokes? Yeah, I'll see you next year. <laughs> Hello. It's a dad joke. I, lo- I love that shit. So at the top of the episode, <laughs> at the top of the episode of Supply Lines, when um, Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa in his cheekbones uh, is flying into Tordaria, did you recognize the ship that he was flying in on? I don't even remember what the ship looks like now, so I can't answer that question. <laughs> My bad. You will go back and look because that is the Tantive Four. That is the first starship that we ever saw in Star Wars because that oh is the God. ship that Leia is on at the beginning of New Hope. It's the same fucking ship, the Tantive. That's Ford. wild. Yeah. That 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 was her dad's car. <laughs> that she got <laughs> caught running away uh, from Vader in was the Tantive Four. Now, at this point in the Clone Wars and supply lines, it is a air quotes that you can't see because this is a an audio medium, an air quotes diplomatic vessel. Uh, it's got the the maroon ma- the maroon red markings on it that says uh, we are not a combat vessel. Don't shoot at us. But it's also got like cannons upon cannons all over it. So kind of a mixed signal there, Jimmy. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the Tantive Four. Keep an eye out for it. You will see. Well, it again. when he needs to get away, which is going to be often, <laughs> which is what it's what he does. It's his strong <laughs> exit stage he- left. He knows his his niche. So there's that. That is just a callback for, from a couple of episodes ago. Just wanted to throw that out there so we can keep an eye out for that particular ship. Because it is every bit, I think, as notorious as other ships like Slave 1, Slave 2, the Millennium Falcon, Tentative 4. So that was its first chronological appearance in this saga. Um, so we are talking today about Ambush. Season one, episode one, and uh, you brought a situation to my attention uh, a couple of days ago that we can't not talk about today. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, which is Tom Kane. Oh. 
Tom yeah. Kane is a voice actor. Uh, he is the voice actor uh, that features most prominently in this episode because he's the guy who plays Yoda. Um, he also plays Admiral Yularen in the rest of the series. But Tom Kane uh, had, we, we know from public statements from his daughter, he had a stroke a couple of months ago. And there has been damage to the speech center of his brain. He is otherwise healthy and competent. But yeah, uh, Tom Kane is a fantastic voice actor and he, he has been laid low. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at if you look at uh, Tom Kane's resume, oh my god! Even if you've never watched a single episode of Clone Wars, if you've watched any cartoons, <laughs> you have heard his voice. You've heard yeah. his voice. He's done everything. It's uh, it's unbelievable. What he's he's done. been he's been doing voice work for almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I scrolled through his IMDb just to pull out some stuff that I recognized. Uh, he has literally hundreds of voice credits. Um, mm-hmm. He was Captain Rottingham in The Curse of Monkey Island. <laughs> You've never heard of Captain Ronnie Rottingham? I've never heard of Captain Rottingham. I'm only the most cunning and well-groomed Captain ever to say of the Caribbean. He's in the Powerpuff Girls. He is Professor Utonium. Mm-hmm. And him. You remember him? You see, I bet the professor here a free breakfast if you girls could solve all of my riddles. But you failed. And now he has to pay full price. Here's your money, him. Your flapjacks are good, but not that good. I'm never eating here again. In Kim Possible, which wasn't a show I watched, I think my sisters watched it, he was a character called Lord Monkey Fist. which is wow. delightful. Uh, he was also in like five different Call of Duty games, a bunch of Lord of the Rings games as Gandalf. Uh, mm-hmm. He did part-time in Archer as Woodhouse, the butler. <laughs> he has been in almost every single Star Wars video game or show or anything since 1996. Mm-hmm. That he has been in the Star Wars for fucking ever. And of course, in, in Clone Wars, he is Admiral Yularen. And Yoda and anyone else they needed a voice for. Um, Tom Kane is a goddamn voice acting legend. Yeah. And uh, I, I, we wish him all the best in his recovery. Uh, his, he, I hope that he can bring his voice back to to the acting world. But honestly, just thank you, Tom Kane. Yeah, seriously. For bringing these characters to life. It has been an amazing career. Just fucking awesome. And also, if you happen to find the Facebook post where his daughter is talking about it and announcing this, she's like, and here's some recent pictures of dad. And there's a picture of him standing next to a whiteboard that says Merry fucking Christmas on it. And it's just, (laughs) he's just the sweetest thing. Anyway, anyway, so raining it back in. Let's talk, let's talk about Ambush. Um, So top of the episode, the Jedi fortune cookie is great leaders inspire greatness in others. Oh. I'm not sure who they're talking about there exactly. I don't know who they're talking about either. <laughs> I, I didn't, but you know, sure. Um, do you have the um, the announcer bit? Oh, I do. Ready? Yay! I'll let this part go. Okay. A galaxy divided by war. <laughs> Peaceful worlds must choose sides or face the threat of an invasion. Republic and separatist armies vie for the allegiance of neutral planets. Desperate to build a Republic supply base on the system of, I almost said Toyota, Toy Dar- <laughs> Toy- Toydaria. Toyotathon. <laughs> Je- Jedi Master Yoda travels to secret negotiations on a remote neutral moon. Ba 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 boom. So <laughs> that was that was my first thing. Top of the episode. Remote neutral moon. Who? Remote nu- neutral moon. Where? Explain. In Toydaria. To yeah. Well, I know. So um, I googled. I googled that shit. Of course you did. Would Would you like to know some fun details about this remote neutral moon? Uh, yes, please, because I got confused right off the bat as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of like I assumed this actually was just another part of Toydaria, but no, it's it's a remote, it's a it's a remutual, God damn it, remutual. We're making it worse now. Remote neutral location because you know it's a diplomatic meeting and you can't meet at your own house. I'm not sure what that's about. Um. Anyway, this moon is called Ragosa. It is um apparently sort of. I mean, it's a they call it a moon, so that implies that it's orbiting something. But we're not really sure what planet it's orbiting. It's just very distant. So maybe it's one of those moons that's like way far out from Toydaria. I don't fucking know. So it's like the Pluto thing where it's not a planet, it's actually a moon, but it's not connected to anything? Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, oh, by the way, did you know that Toydaria is in Hut Space? No, that's interesting. Apparently, it Whoops. is. Um, it's like not—it's not smack in the middle of Hut Space because Tordaria is more more mid rim than outer rim. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's technically Hut Space, which is technically neutral, not involved in this conflict space. Well, that explains how what's his fuck gets to Tatooine, I guess. Yeah, Waldo, yeah, it's not that Waldo, whatever his name is. Yeah. What? <laughs> Watto? Whatever his fucking name is. Watto? Anyway, uh, at some point in the distant past, Ragosa was an ocean planet, an ocean moon, just covered in in water, but some sort of cataclysmic event happened. All the oceans boiled away, leaving behind just forests and forests of giant coral skeletons, Mm. which is where we get this setting. It is a gorgeous planet. Moon. Moon? Planet. It is pretty as fuck, this place. <laughs> and that's and that's because it's all this giant, like, coral constructions. It's just gorgeous. Even Yoda has to comment on it, that it's pretty. Yeah, he does. So yeah, that is the setting upon which we find King Kutunko try, waiting for his uh, his Jedi meetup and, uh, and getting interrupted by Ventress, because Ventress is an interrupter. That's what she does. So yeah, so that's what... That was my initial confusing because, uh, of course, this was the first actual Clone Wars episode I ever saw in my life. I never, right, yeah, same. Yeah, I never saw them. I didn't see the movie until later, so this was the first time, and I was oh, thrilled that mm-hmm. Yoda, it was a Yoda episode. Right. But going back and wa- you know watching these episodes in a really weird fucking order, uh, <laughs> I was confused at first because I thought, okay, they're not on their original planet where they had that cool building with all the ships and shit they're on a more remote Mm -hmm. place so that was confusing Mm -hmm. for me right well because uh in supply lines which was the last time chronologically the the last step before this one uh in supply lines king katunko officially was like no fuck you republic i'm not gonna help you yeah unofficially he super helped them get some supplies to ryloth but officially no he didn't and so he was taken aback by jar jar's charm (laughs) (laughs) There's some expert plate stacking there, sir. <laughs> Love your interpretive dance juggling act. Misa will help you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so this meeting is where the, it's a follow up meeting, basically, where King Kantunko is like, I can't stay out of this conflict. So we're going to have a meeting and talk uh, about possibly joining if you can guarantee me that you will protect Toys Area from any mm-hmm. repercussions from the separatists which is why mm-hmm. ventress shows up and ventress is like um hey let me counter offer uh we will offer you that we you join us and we will protect you from repercussions from the republic why do you think the jedi can protect you they can't even protect themselves and mm-hmm. that's when they reveal that they are fucking shooting the shit out of yoda's ship up in space yeah so that so i want so desperately in the future like this is the scenario I'm, you know, running a business or part of a business and uh-huh. I'm supposed to intimidate the fuck out of my vendor. <laughs> so I'm going to have one of my employees walk into the meeting. I'm not actually going to be there. No, no, no. Yeah. And they'll, they're going to put down some cord- sort of like iPad or something like that. And <laughs> an image of me will appear in a hologram and I'll talk to them through that just to make yep. my point. I think that's a, that's a that's a solid Sith Lord move. They do it a lot. They do. They're like, here's my lackey, and I'm here to intimidate you through hologram. I don't have time to actually be here, but I'm going to talk to you. If I was actually there, you would be so scared we wouldn't even be able to have a conversation. So this is actually for your own good. It's not It's not because I am a coward, and I don't want to be in your physical presence because I might die. I'm, whatever. I can sit forwards. Yeah, I, I remember a friend of mine said said to me once, what happened? What if the, the range in those things are actually really short? Mm-hmm. And so you have a situation where Count Dooku is actually hiding behind a coral, being like, okay, do I look cool? Do I look awesome? Do not, do not look at the man behind the curtain. No! <laughs> the coral, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. We've got Yoda coming in. And this is, this is a thing that got me about the, the opening quote here about, you know, great leadership and shit. And that's, can we talk about Yoda's leadership in this episode? Well, yeah, that's um, the whole point of this episode, I think. Yeah, so great leader move number one, off the bat. Uh, Yoda is up in space in his diplomatic vessel. You can tell it's diplomatic because it's all painted with red. 
and getting the, the shit shot out of him by separatist vessels. Uh, and he's like, we totally still need to get down to the planet. And the clones that are running that ship are like, we totally need to get you to safety. And Yoda's like, I'm out. Um, we're going to take the escape pod down to the surface. And the clones are like, but they'll shoot your escape pod. And Yoda says, that's okay. Shoot, fire all the escape pods. And they yeah. won't know which one is us. Which is great, unless you're the clones still on the ship, still getting shot at. Yeah, and you're like, how the fuck are we going to get off the ship now? Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Just all of our escape pods, huh? Fuck us, I guess. Jesus, yeah. Yoda. So something I read on Wikipedia is that Yoda were, was attacked by two banking clan frigates. Is that accurate? Or one? Uh, is that what those were? That's what the... Uh, the, Wiki- the ships that look like horseshoe crabs. Those? Yeah. yeah. I don't... I guess. I, mean, I, I didn't even know banking clan had ships i just thought they paid for them so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the the ships are very distinctive i just sort of mm-hmm. like I, I asked lucas about it we were watching it and he was like i don't know it's a separatist ship so good good job even managing to attach banking clan to them because oh horseshoe crab yeah, ship i don't either i don't yeah, either it's a thing I don't know. um so yeah that was that was my first great leadership moment for yoda did you have any uh I actually, uh, before I go into Yoda's thing, I actually wanted to talk about the Sith Tattletale uh, oh, system. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think we should, I don't know. I think this could be a new counter. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> some backstory. I completely forgot which episode we were going to uh, do for this recording. <laughs> You're so, so got, pretty. You're I know, so, so pretty. pretty. <laughs> and I was I was gonna have a Star Wars theme New Year's Eve, so I watched a lot of Star Wars yesterday, and mm-hmm. I jumped ahead and watched the Malevolent Malevolence trilogy. Right, because that's the next arc that we're gonna cover after this. Yeah, that, that one's gonna be that one's gonna be a fun one. But yeah. I noticed that, like, so in the you know Dooku is like my sources tell me blah blah blah, and I'm like, bitch, your sources is Sidious. <laughs> she called. She called you up, and she and he's all, "Hey, Master Yoda is blah blah blah. Don't act like you have all this like mysterious like network of spies and shit. Your master fucking told you." So the way you put that, <laughs> it reminds me of the intro to "Let's Have a Kiki." <laughs> like, can you imagine Sidious? Hey, I'm calling you back. Ooh, she's been a bitch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the MTA should stand for motherfuckers touching my ass. But in in a Sidious voice, MTA stands for motherfuckers touching my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. Canon. Sith Lords are actually drag queens. All of them. That's fine. Yeah, so so Dooku was like, yes, so uh, the head gay... (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 the head queen uh was like girl and so i'm here going girl and ventress yeah. is here to walk you through it <laughs> yeah like just just wonder forever how how dooku keeps finding out about everything that the republic is doing it is a mystery who could possibly be his source of information yeah Let's have and a that's kiki. the thing that happens is sifts are gossipy bitches they tattletale on each other mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they give each other information directly all the time yeah and flawless fashion sense yeah uh, yeah, we'll talk about this uh, next episode more so. But there's a scene in the Malev- in one of the Malevolence episodes where, you know, Mace Windu is like, we have a spy feeding them information and Chancellor Palpatine's right there. And Palpatine's <laughs> like, oh, that's horrible. Tell me more, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. Fucking yeah. Palpatine. I don't know how it took so long for people to figure out that it was Sidious. It was the Chancellor the whole time. I don't either. Because... Because the Separatists remarkably well-informed about the Republic's movements, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Saying. Anyway, so let's talk uh, Let's talk clones. Or did you want to talk about, or did you have some Yoda, Yoda moments that you wanted to get to? Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, Yoda moments. Uh, okay, okay, I mean, okay. It, Back to you. For me, it was, uh, so Ventress is all, hey, Jedi can't protect themselves, and my droids mm-hmm. are so awesome. <laughs> and, and, the, and, and the king's all, um... Okay, and Ventress is like, how about we do some kind of a challenge? And and Yoda is on uh, comms or whatever you want to call it. He's on the hologram. Right. He's hologrammed uh-huh. out right now. And the king, like he, all, he's I, on the surface of the moon. He's there. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And the king's all, wait, we're not going to do some stupid challenge and, and deal with it like that. That's just dumb. But before he's yeah. even able to get that out and say that completely, Yoda's all, oh, yeah, let's do that. No, no, oh, ch- I'm down. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, challenge? Yeah, let's do that. And it becomes a Sith versus Jedi pissing contest. Yes, and we were watching this and Lucas paused the show and he's like, who the fuck does Ventress think she is right now? And I'm like, I know, look at my notes where I wrote down the audacity of Ventress, thinking that she can catch Yoda. That's why I love Ventress so much. Oh my god, her arrogance is amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, she like Yoda is not just Jedi Master Yoda. He is also Jedi Master of your master. Yeah. Like this is your this is your grandpa in the force. You think you're gonna track him down and catch him? Okie dokie, force grandpa, and and Yoda's like, I cannot wait to spank this bitch. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. Because that was really something that struck me throughout this whole episode is how much fun Yoda is having being at war. Yeah, he does that weird, creepy laugh thing that I haven't heard him do Yes, uh, Empire Strikes Back. That was kind of weird. Yes! This is the first time, chronologically, we hear Yoda's, like, crazy old man laugh. Mm-hmm. And not confidence-inspiring. Even the clones are like, uh, what the fuck is he doing? Smaller in number, are we? But larger in mind? <laughs> do uh, you have any idea what the general is talking about? How should I know? There's no figure in a Jedi Master. Oh, bless him. Oh, speaking of these clones. uh, So we have three clones, three clones in this episode. Yoda just has a small fire team with him. Uh, They are Reese, Jek, and Lieutenant Thire. And uh, they are Coruscant Guard. You can tell because their their armor has the maroon and red of the maroon reddish color of diplomacy. Mm -hmm. It's the same color that's on diplomatic vessels. These these are the clones that are stationed on Coruscant. These guys are specifically the diplomatic service. They're the ones that are deployed to escort, um, you know, diplomats, negotiators. Uh, I think Padme has some some of these guys guarding her at other points in the series. Um, So that's how you can tell that these guys are from Coruscant. And uh, so I imagine Yoda was just on Coruscant at the Jedi Temple and he got the memo about this meeting and he just grabbed a ship grabbed some Coruscant guys and left just like the nearest the nearest clones just you guys you're coming with me and they're like I was about to have a sandwich okay fuck lunch then I guess (laughs) we're going (laughs) (laughs) um but one point about Lieutenant Thire um he's the one who gets injured during the Mm -hmm. episode and Yoda like cuts up a gun and turns it into a crutch for him and stuff like that like Yoda takes care of these guys um and he's the one that fires the rocket that ultimately destroys the droidicas. Thire is competent. Um, but we will see him again in episode three. Mm. Because he is a Coruscant guard um, after Order 66 when um, Yoda has his big confrontation with Sidious and he disappears up into the ventilation shafts. Sidious tells one of the clone troopers near him to hunt the Jedi Master down. That's Thire. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so that's why Thire got that assignment, because you worked with Yoda before, you know him, go. Track him down. And then later, when Sidious goes to Mustafar to pick up his gimpy Padawan, his gimpy apprentice, out of the fire, uh, out of the lava pits, Thire is with Sidious there. So yeah, Thire is basically one of Sidious's personal guards by the end of episode three. And here oh, he is, being, being so sweet on this little, this little day trip with Yoda. Well, it's not his. It's not his fault that he it's got the Order sixty six yeah. to Jedi. Yeah, yeah. It's everything is Sidious's fault. All of mm-hmm. it, forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's our clone boys. So at first, Yoda is not uh, very communicative towards mm-hmm. the, the the clones. They're kind of like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> and Yoda's like, "You go that way. I'll go this way." Bye. Boink, 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 boink. Yeah. Bounces off like a little green flea. Well, <laughs> well. Before that, as uh, so, the stars of this episode, and also the stars of the next three episodes, in my opinion, are the droids. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, R.I.P. Two two four. Right. <laughs> poor two two four. I fucking love the droids so fucking much. So they. <laughs> They 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 are gonna advance on Yoda, go towards the coral the coral forest. I'm assuming that's what uh-huh. it's called in their tanks. Sure. 
And the main commander droid is like, stop. And they're not stopping. They're just like, ah. <laughs> I fucking love the shit out of them. They're so hilarious. <laughs> and they finally do stop. And he's like, we can't. And they're like, no, we totally can. And the guy tries to ram it. We're too big to fit in there. No, we're not. Watch this. You were right. Next time, listen to orders. So, so my question <laughs> Wouldn't there, like, a pro- software upgrade at any point? Like, the, <laughs> the Separatists have been building, like, ships. They're going to reveal an ion cannon ship in the next episodes and do all this crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. What about software? <laughs> they they only look forward. They never look back. They live in the now, darling. They never look back. Um, because, remember, we're, we are still dealing with drag queens. If you, if you color Sith Lords and the Separatists as a drag queen organization, then Edna Mould... From the Incredibles is definitely part of this this equation. Yeah, I never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. No capes. Uh, so yeah, they only no capes, which is not a policy that was ever instituted anywhere in Star Wars. No, no. Everybody has a cape. Lando Calrissian has a fucking cape. Yeah, Everybody awesome has people. A cape. Awesome people have capes. In the in the Mandalorian finale with Luke Skywalker. Our first clue that it was somebody badass is somebody walking down a hall in a cape. <laughs> yeah, and then in, in the in the Lego Holiday Special, <laughs> where Ray's trying to explain to modern Luke uh, what they need to do, and he's like, "Attack everybody in a cape." I got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. They just go at it. Uh, anyway, um, God, where was I going with this? Oh, um, so yeah, new innovations, but they're not going to go back and revamp any of their old shit. I love it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So the the battle droids are what they are. Um, we did get our first time of hearing the B2 series Super Battle Droids talking. Yes, I, I love that. Like, please yeah. stop. Don't stop firing <laughs> at me. <laughs> he also said, That was a, an adorable callback to Attack of the Clones where C3PO's head got put on a Battle Droid's body. Die, Jedi Dogs! <laughs> what did I say? Uh, it was cute. I liked it. Yeah, so uh, the, the scene where uh, the scene, uh, so it, the battle starts off with uh, Yoda telling the clones to hide behind this really big coral, and the clones are like, <laughs> "Why are we fucking here? Why aren't we moving around?" <laughs> right. And I think that's when Yoda realizes he's going to have to actually uh, make some kind of sense to them. Yes. And so he spends a lot, a good portion of the episode, really. Uh, trying to get them more confident, get them to believe in themselves so that mm-hmm. when Yoda wants to be vague later, he doesn't get so much pushback. Right. And that is one of my favorite scenes in the episode is when, you know, he sits down with them. They have like a little quiet moment to sort of rest and meditate. Uh, and and he sits down and explains to them that, you know, he's like, take off your helmets. I want to see your faces. And they're like, this is, we all have the same face. Your helmets, remove them. Your faces I wish to see. Not much to look at here, sir. We all share the same face. Deceive you, eyes can. In the Force, very different each one of you are. And he explains to them that uh, all living things are individuals and, and unique in the Force, and they are all living things, and so each clone is unique in the Force to the eyes of a Jedi. And I thought that was a really sweet moment. It was very sweet. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... And also, that's why this is a really good episode to... When they did air them out of order, this was a really good episode to kick off the season because it lays that foundation in of this is how the Jedi, the good ones anyway, <laughs> see the clones. Oh, God, yeah. As, as actual individual people. And that the clones are individual people. They do have different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then after that pep talk, uh, <laughs> there is a b- battalion of droids uh, in this canyon. Yeah, sure. An entire battalion. Yeah, and Yoda decides he's going to go ahead and blow the whole uh, everybody up himself. Yeah, just by you guys wait here. You'll know when to help me. I'm going to bounce in there. Um, do you know how many droids are in a battalion? No. Um, so, Wikipedia is weirdly vague on this. It's about 800. Oh shit! So when they when the when those three troopers saw uh, the C nine nine seven nine landing craft coming in, you like how I rattled that off? Like I know that. Like, I just well, have that I'm, information. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. The C-9979 landing craft. It's the one that looks like a pair of skis moving forward sideways. <laughs> that that ship, that's a that's a landing craft for the for the battle droids. Um, it's so aerodynamic. 
Right? All of these ships are. Um, anyway, that, that's got about 800 droids on it. And that's battle droids, super battle droids, droidicas with their fucking shields. Um, it's also got several of the armored assault tanks on board. Um, which, the armored assault tank, it's like the community bicycle of galactic warfare. Mm-hmm. Everybody rides these things. Hmm. Like, they just get, they get handed out like candy. The, if you have ever been involved with the separatists you're getting some armored you're gonna get some armored assault tanks that's just like your your swag bag for signing up is you get some tanks so are they like super cheap to produce or something like i that, don't or? know i guess because they're like it's we'll see them over and over throughout the the series they first appeared uh in episode one during the attack on naboo because these are these are manufactured by the Trade Federation, I think. And so, yeah, that was for their assault on Naboo. And they were like, that is a hell of a design. We're going to use it for all time for everything. And so they later on, like it, it, Mandalore, the Death Watch, gets a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they briefly ally with the Separatists at one point. Yeah, these things are fucking everywhere. They just get new paint jobs. Wow. Yeah. It, keep an eye out. You will see these tanks all over the place. Wow. You're so blown away by my tank talk. I, I, I am. I, I, I really am. Like this is like uh, I, I'm. I'm in geek heaven right now, so I'm learning all this shit. Um, uh, oh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot to mention my one of my favorite parts. So, uh, what? 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 Tell me. They don't store the droid. The the battle droids themselves. They don't store a lot of memory, or they don't share information very well because no. At the very beginning, Asajj Ventress is like, "Go kill the Jedi." And the droid's like, uh, what is he going to look like, you know? <laughs> and that's my favorite line in the episode. Find Master Yoda. Uh, what does he look like? He'll be the small, shriveled green one. With the lightsaber! <laughs> awesome. They're like, ow, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah. And so that information did not get, like, they're clearly not networked. These are all individual CPUs on legs. Yeah. There's no there's no Wi-Fi in the galaxy far, far away. There's no there's no networking going on. Yeah, even though <laughs> so, they have these big ass antennae coming out of their backs. So it's just like yeah. no shared no no cloud computing, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. It's the weirdest thing. Like I really feel like that was that would have been the thing that would have given them the edge in all warfare is the ability to move the troops like as a networked unit. And that does mm-hmm. not seem to be the case. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. maybe when there's um when maybe that's what the tactical droids do. I mean, there's no tactical droid here, and boy, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh wow, it shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ventress was supposed to be the tactical droid on this one, but she sucks. So she sucks. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. really work not out. Great, for her. Not great at group tactics. No, no, it's not really her thing. She's she's an assassin, not a general. Like that is, yeah, is and, a and different price, skill set. The price of things comes up a lot uh, throughout Clone Wars and the Separatist side. Like you know, a friend of mine was like, "Why didn't they just?" bust out an army of nothing but droid to cause and <laughs> and it's like because they're really fucking expensive each one has a shield yeah. generator um with repeater repeater blasters those are expensive yeah. too yeah and they they're a force to be reckoned with yeah but they're also they're not indestructible no like they can be dealt with they they that's the only thing that really forces yoda to retreat is the appearance of droid because he's like, well, fuck, that's like five droidicas. I can't do that on my own and keep these troopers alive. So we got to go. Well, the droids, uh, the the clone, I think the clones blow a rocket towards the canyon wall. Yeah. And cause the, then the droid to cause our smash. <laughs> they drop, they drop tons of rock, uh, of coral on the droid cause, but that's oh, yeah, why sorry, Yoda, that's why, that's why Yoda is doing my favorite thing that he does in this episode. Uh, which is when he does his little his little one Yoda army thing against mm-hmm. the battalion of uh, of battle droids, and he's like a horror movie monster. He just like bounces around and skitters underneath the tank, and he whips out his lightsaber and starts cutting a hole in the bottom of the tank. And I don't super know what happened after that because my husband paused the show and launched himself into a rant about how it's bullshit. What? That Yoda is cutting through the bottom of this tank so quickly when it took Qui-Gon Jinn like 10 minutes to get through the doors on a Trade Federation ship in episode one. He's what? like, what the fuck, Yoda? 
What do they make it? Do they make the bottom of armored tanks out of different durasteel than they do fucking blast doors on a trade federation ship? He was, he was offended. Oh my goodness! Uh, okay, <laughs> it was awesome. I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Yoda's end count is really high. <laughs> really, does that make his lightsaber more cutty? It does because oh, he's okay. Making- it's his. It, he's he's made that lightsaber. It's his kyber crystal. It's going to be a little okay. bit more powerful. Okay, okay, we can go with that. Yeah, <laughs> but he he cuts he cuts the hole in the bottom of this tank and he goes up in it. And my favorite moment is when all you see is this green glow from inside the tank, and the droids are trying to run out yeah. of the tank to get away from him, and they stop and they get shunked back into the tank <laughs> and just destroyed. Yoda was a monster. He was like something out of a fucking sci-fi horror movie for these guys. It was awesome. Yeah, I wasn't sure why Yoda forced away all the junk after he got done with them. Like, is he trying to keep things tidy? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Why not? He's got some extra force points. Just clean up the battlefield a little bit. Oh my gosh, yeah. Who knows? But it was uh, uh, up to this point in the series. We've seen Jedi being badass all over the place. Um, And we have seen in Attack of the Clones that Yoda is terrifying to confront because he's tiny mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. he's bouncy and Jehua. Um, but this is the first time we see that Yoda fucking loves tearing shit up. He loves it. He's having so much fun. Just wrecking shop on all of these droids. Uh, I thought Mace Windu was the one that was like, we need to find the Sith. We need to start a war. I can't wait to kick some ass. Turns out Yoda also in that camp. I think for a little bit. I think when Yoda, deeper in the series, when Yoda's going on, a, especially when Yoda goes on a spiritual journey, I think he, he definitely changes his mind. Which is a, a character growth and an arc that I think is really interesting to explore. Right now, we're seeing him at the beginning of that, where uh, war is fairly consequence-free and actually a lot of fun, and it's cool to be a space wizard right now. <laughs> Sorcerer. Okay. Yeah. Um, just... just just toying with them, just playing with his food, just having a grand old time. Good lord! So the 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 droidicas are dealt with. Yes. Um, the king is all ha ha. Look, it looks like the Jedi are so awesome, and you are not. Can we? I'm gonna interrupt you right now, very rudely. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Can we talk about the king's face, please? Uh, king Katunko. What, what about his face? I didn't notice this during supply lines. Maybe they just didn't have as many tight close-ups of his face in supply lines as they have in ambush. But he's got a dick for a nose. He's got a floppy little flaccid penis hanging over his lower lip. And when, when, (laughs) what are you doing? I'm Googling. (laughs) When the, when the shot is really tight on his face where you can't see the end of his, what is probably a trunk. Uh, <laughs> when you can't see the end of it, all you can see is the top of his nose and the fact that it's all wobbly, wobbly, wobbly every time he talks. That's a dick. That's a dick. It's a dick. He is shirt cocking on his face. I mean, yeah, yep. I don't think his nose is any more penis ish than his other people. No, it's more it's more narrow because like Watto, it was a little more broad. Right. Uh, so it was like, okay, that's his weird fucking nose. But on Katunko, that's that's just that's a that's a phallus. That is a dangly, dangly, flangly, flubbity wobbity phallus hanging off of the front of his face. And I'm a bad person to have spotted that, and I dare you to unsee it now. And I'm sorry, not sorry. He's got a dick nose. Well, apparently Google agrees with you because I started to <laughs> uh, type in King Katunko and then. Uh, the phrase "uncut penis" uh, shows up in the Google search bar, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and move on. Vindication! Yes. Google, Google agrees with you. <laughs> I'm not wow, the only I'm... one. This is this is like that time when we were doing Ringside Divas, and I was insisting to you that Brock Lesnar's sword tattoo on his chest was clearly a dick. And you were like, no, that can't be it. And then we Googled it, and the first result was Brock Lesnar's dick tattoo yeah. on his chest. <laughs> like, I'm not the only one that sees dick everywhere. It's not just me. Uh, some forms of validation come in consensus, and the search, <laughs> uh, search engine is definitely going to deliver that consensus to you. So, 
Here we are. I feel, oh, I feel so good about this right so now. So King Uncut um, Penis Nose uh, is... In- <laughs> I feel bad about it because he's such a good, decent person of a character. Uh, he's just... He's, and he's kind of a hard ass. Like... He, he don't flinch, man. He's great. And he's just here to help people. And he's a good guy, but he's got a got an uncircumcised dick nose. And I feel bad. That's not... I didn't do this to him, though, okay? The animators did this to him. Not me. That wasn't I mean, me. Uh, different noses comes in shapes and sizes, I guess. So... Yep. All, all shapes and dick sizes. Okay, <laughs> anyway. But that, that, that... So that begs the question, then, um, for the, you know, the reproductive process of this particular race are people judged by the size of their nose and how it hangs surely that is part of the beauty standards of the tordarian people like between that and the bizarre facial hair yeah no that's got to be because he's their king right so he's the trendsetter he's the one that they're going to all model their style after so of course whoever the royalty is going to be the one that's like okay that that is it that's that's good looking is the the flippity floppity <laughs> dick nose? <laughs> his nose looks. His nose is the most penisish. Let's make him king. <laughs> God, I'm anyway, never gonna um, be able to watch these episodes ever again. <laughs> what were you saying before I before I dragged you down to Penisville? Uh, I really don't know something. anymore. I don't. <laughs> it's gone. It's something gone. About, something about King Katunko. Um. I don't know. I'm so sorry. That was a sidebar that we had to take. And I, I'm... yeah, you destroyed me. Um, yeah. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kentuka says a thing where he's all like, and you didn't make it a fair fight. And I'm like, but right. it, it was a fair fight. Wasn't it? it? Um, I think he's referring to the fact that Yoda has a team of four and she has a team of 800 with tanks. And so that didn't seem fair to him, but, Little did he, he didn't have a good assessment of Yoda's abilities. Mm-hmm. And it was a very fair fight because that was, that was Jedi Master Yoda out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was um, really stupid of Ventress to do this. And Dooku too, okay? Because Ventress called him and was like, fucking Yoda's here and I want to take him out. And Dooku's like, yes, you will do this. Yoda left Coruscant. <laughs> like, Dooku, come the fuck on. Every time that you have encountered him, you had to run. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know what Dooku was thinking either. That Yeah, that makes no sense to me. I think Dooku was thinking that that Yoda was going to get rid of his problematic apprentice for him. Uh... I, I think Dooku's trying to get her killed even now. That's another thing that Sith do. Sith will tattletale on each other and try to kill each other at every yes. opportunity. My even God. if they, I... even if they like each other, they're, and they're like, "Hey, I'll see you next Sunday for brunch." Okay. Oh, they're standing in front of the stairs. I have to push them over now. You know, like... <laughs> right? I'll most likely kill you in the morning. Like it's constant <laughs> with them. Fucking. Even pirates. though I ordered the honey baked ham for next weekend, <laughs> <laughs> die. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. they, I think that was, yeah, Katunko just didn't understand who he was dealing with. He did by the end of the episode. He totally got it. Because, <laughs> because there's that moment where Ventress is like, fuck all of this! And is like totally going to kill Katunko. Double yeah. lightsaber, swing, shoom, gonna cut him. Who knew? Held by the force. There's Yoda right there holding her lightsaber. She can't do shit about it except maybe let go of her lightsabers. But who doesn't flinch? King Penis Nose does not flinch in that moment. <laughs> he just flutters there, because he's a toy dairy, and he just flutters there. He just hangs there. Yeah. He's got these ignited lightsabers right by his face, and he just looks over and he's like, oh, hey, Yoda. And Yoda's like, hey. And then they talk to each other like Ventress isn't even fucking there. It was a spanking <laughs> for Ventress, like emotionally. Fuck your pride, Ventress. You will now be spanked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and, uh, uh, Yoda actually force uh, uh, uses the force to rip her lightsabers out of her hands. I don't fear you, Jedi. Strong you are with the dark side, young one. But not that strong. Still much to learn, you have. Uh, uh, gives her back her lightsabers, which I'm like, And then gives Yoda. them back. Yoda... Well, that was such a boss move because he's like, girl, I ain't even scared of you. Here, take your weapons back. 
Like, would there's it really nothing have, you can do. Would it really have violated your creed if just as you were setting her lightsabers back to her, you just ignite them and cut her body in half? Yes, because there's witnesses. Oh, God. King Kachunko's right there. We just impressed the fuck out of him. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't war crime right in front of him right now. <laughs> because she was she was a prisoner at that moment. She knew that. That's why she set out. She already had explosives set up, up on the rocks to blow them. Because that's how you distract a Jedi is drop rocks on his head. Where is Kylo Ren when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> what would he have done? Pitched a fit? Uh, no, cut her ass in half. <laughs> that's true. He super would have. Um, but no, she learned this trick from Dooku. Because you remember in Attack of the Clones, that's how Dooku got away from uh, from Yoda as he dropped a bunch of rocks. He's like, ha rocks on you. Rocks on the unconscious Jedi. I'm out. Like, so you have to distract Yoda. By dropping rocks on him, that's how you get away. And she did. She fucking ran. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it has to be specific, like, big rocks on top of Yoda. You can't just, like, go into your pocket and drop some pebbles on the ground and be like, go get him. Go get him, boy. To, well, specifically, you have to be dropping rocks on the people around Yoda. Because he, he's, he's not super concerned about the fact that rocks are falling on him. It's that those rocks would have would have crushed King Kutunko, which politically would have been problematic. And also the clones that he had just made a big deal about making friends with over the course of this episode. So mm-hmm. now it's Yoda. Yoda, for all that, I mean, we're going to spend a lot of time shitting on Yoda over the course, course of the Clone Wars because he's got a lot of growing mm-hmm. to do. Um, but... For all that, that he's got some problematic political and tactical decisions, he will always choose, when it comes down to it, in a reflex moment like that, he will always choose to save innocent lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll give him that. Thank you, Yoda. Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> Thanks, Yoda. So what did you think of this episode? I loved it. I mean, it, yeah? it, it's weird because we, we're going to start getting into a bunch of episodes that are three-parters and two-parters but mm-hmm. as a stand you know it, it my i remember my first impression of clone wars it's like they're just doing a whole episode on yoda that's so yeah. cool mm-hmm. and uh th- that's the stuff i love about the clone wars series is they flesh out so many different aspects of star wars sometimes they flesh out stuff i don't really care about and it's like okay well whatever but yeah it's still interesting it's still cool and it's the power of being able to tell a story in long format yeah they can really take the time because they do that over the course of the series. You'll get stuff like the malevolence arc that we're about to jump into, which is like, boom, 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 boom. All this shit is happening back to back to back to back. And it's it's really dense. And then they'll they'll mix it up with episodes like this, where it's we're going to take 20 minutes to dive into a little like a snapshot. This story right here, you're going to we're going to zoom in on this moment and take a and take a second to explore this. And it's really cool. And yeah. I think that's 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 some pretty important pacing that they do. Yeah, I I, I love this episode. Would def recommend. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's about all I can say. Oh, I, I forgot to read off some fun facts because I actually looked oh. up some fun facts about this episode because I geeked Give out. Give me some hardcore. fun facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Uh, the original name. The original name of this episode was "Ambush in the Outer Rim." Okay. Okay. And it originally was not going to be in season one. Really. It was going to be part of season three. What? Yeah. Huh. I'm not sure how, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Supply Lines is in season three. Right, but again, it was... Well, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. All right, yeah. all right. Or or it, they had planned on it being in season three, but I guess... I See, yeah. what's really confusing to me is how they produce these episodes, because some they have planned ahead, some they do, like, at last minute... Mm-hmm. Or they recut some things. Like there's definitely a lot of weirdness with this with this show in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, supply lines is season three, episode three. That just chronologically happens to be because of ambush. I think is why it got bumped to chronologically. It should be prior to this episode. Uh, they they bumped it here. I think because it is such a good introduction to some of the basic core philosophies of the series, which is like the clones are people. Um, battle droids are hilarious. Um, Jedi are super stupid strong, and the Sith will fuck with your shit and then run away. And tattletale. And tattletale <laughs> to each other on each other at all times. Let's have a kiki. Oh, and oh, one more fun fact. Uh, at the at at this time when it came out in two thousand eight, this was Cartoon Network's biggest season premiere of any show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, 
Aww. And so people got to see Yoda kick ass for the season premiere. Man, I love Cartoon Network. I, re- I remember college. <laughs> oh, oh, girl. Um, where it was just all Cartoon Network all the time. It was, you know, it was, I didn't know at the time that I was consuming a steady diet of Tom Kane's voice back in the I day. Know. Uh, yeah, because is Tom Kane... Uh... What, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Uh, I'm looking up. Uh, what is it? Space Ghost? Yep. Space Ghost. Oh my God! Space yeah, Ghost. he's in fucking Space Ghost. Who is he in Space Ghost? Morgan Freeman. What? <laughs> you know, in the context of Space Ghost, that, that's going to make sense. He's actually Morgan Freeman in a lot of stuff. Uh, he in Robot Chicken and Mad TV. Apparently, he just did a really good Morgan Freeman impersonation. Yeah, apparently so, he did. Uh, he did uh, the a hollow announcer role and Morgan Freeman in Space Ghost. <laughs> sure, that sure. makes that tracks. Like he he was Cartoon Network for a oh, long yeah. time, and so yeah, I fucking love Cartoon Network. You remember yeah. Adult Swim? I remember Adult Swim. It's still I think it's God. still going, but yeah, we you were really into Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really into Space Ghost and the C one. C Lab twenty twenty one twenty twenty one. <gasps> Are we in the year of C Lab right Holy now? Holy shit! It's the year of C Lab. What? I I now want to new podcast. A new podcast. I now want to repeat a series of jokes, but it's going to get our podcast banned for life. So <laughs> I'm going to avoid that. New podcast. We're doing a C Lab 2021 watch through. Oh, <laughs> Fucking hell! I love that show. So much. I need to I need to watch it. See how. I still watch, there are still some Space Ghost episodes I watch to this day that are, because they're so fucking funny. And yes! I, rem- I remember, I remember us uh, sitting in, in dorms watching that shit and just laughing. Yes. Our yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. So I think, <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're ready to wrap up the episode. Yeah. I think we're talking about other shows and, yeah, you know, yeah we, but, we've uh, wandered. Yeah. But definitely uh, a must watch episode for sure. Yes. It's uh, very good. It's very, it's visually pretty. Very yeah, pretty. That's good. That's Love very, it. Very, very pretty. So um, I'm going to do the outro now. You ready? Well, hold on. We need to talk oh, about. Oh, no. Oh, shit. We need to talk about what we're doing next episode because it's going to be a little oh, different. Oh, right. I think. Yeah. Um. Well, we're doing uh season one, episodes two, three, and four, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. And it's going to be a challenge. Uh, and we're going to, I'm going to say this right off the bat. There's a lot of shit that happens in the second and third episode of that arc. And yeah, uh, just to prepare yourselves guys and girls and, mm-hmm. and other, um, <laughs> and all points in between the next episode will probably be a little long. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, uh, cause it's just, it's a lot, but it's also such a cohesive arc that it didn't feel right to break it up over multiple podcast episodes. Like it's it's kind of all got to be its own thing, but I mean, technically, it's only like an hour of screen run. But that's I mean, a there's busy a lot hour. of there, uh, General Grievous finally makes his appearance. Uh, Padme, C-3PO, uh, Jedi Master Plume, Plo Koon, Plo Koon. Thank you, Plo Plo uh, Whatever. Oh uh, my god! Uh, sexy masked guy. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then a shit ton of new clones. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, um, there was one Yoda quote that I wanted to sort of qu- we could close us out on, mm-hmm. where he's he's talking to the clones. He says, "Rush not into fights. Long is the war. Only by surviving it will you prevail." <laughs> and like, he's right. That mm. yes, like that. Ooh, rush not into fights. Could we could we switch that on a pillow and send it to Anakin Skywalker? Can we? Oh can God. we do that? Can we just, just like, hey, we don't even, it doesn't even need to say who it's from. You can just leave it on his bunk. Your okay, your, red, your red flag counter is going to break. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. So um, I think that's it. That's it? Yep, that's it. Sweet. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, if you would like to uh, reach out to us, uh, contact us, give us some feedback, good, bad, or ugly, or all points in between. We love them all. Uh, you can find us on the social media. And that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok at DarksideDivas, all one word. Chris, what do you got? Uh, please listen to us on your podcast platform of choice. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. And yeah. I, hope, I hope it's a positive review because we like... 
We like positive reviews and don't last Jedi us. <laughs> Honestly, I'll take a negative review. Just pay attention to me. <laughs> a t negative attention is from the same family as, as positive attention. They have the same last name. So I'll take it. Wow, who yeah. told you that one? <laughs> <laughs> My therapist. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>